guys, and welcome to the Women Going Big podcast. I'm Krista, your host for today, and I just want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Women Going Big in Business. Um, I'm thrilled to introduce my guest to you today. Um, I've got Patricia on the other screen there, and she's an entrepreneurship educator for kids and teens. She provides online and in-person programs for young entrepreneurs, such as coaching, workshops, events, um, and also she does virtual auctions. So, um, Patricia, I don't want to take too much time introducing you. I would like you to kind of introduce yourself, tell your story, and tell our listeners a little bit about how you got here. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess my story starts as uh, an educator. I've been ed an educator for almost 15 years. And one of the most like intriguing experiences that I ever had as an educator was teaching kids how to start businesses. That was something that I did for about three years at a Montessori school. And I was just absolutely in love with it because I was already passionate about entrepreneurship before I became an educator. Both of my parents are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. um, and to, you know, kind of see that passion of mine start with kids at such a young age when they really have a lot of time to like master it and become proficient and they have the you know the creativity to you know really imagine these things that haven't been created yet um i just really latched on to that as an educator and you know decided after that experience when it came to an end that i wanted to get back to that just somehow in some way so yeah. it took me a few years to kind of figure out what was the right way to go about it that worked mm -hmm. for me and worked for potential customers and what i've been working on now which has been working amazingly is this signature event that we created and it was basically basically created because of coronavirus because yeah. during the summer um and even you know other times of the year, but especially in the summer, there are a lot of events and pop-ups and markets that young entrepreneurs can take advantage of yeah. to market themselves and sell. And that all was just, you know, everything was canceled, right? Yeah. So um, I took that opportunity to, instead of postponing my own event, which I was planning to create something virtual that kids from all over the United States and Canada, Canada could take advantage of. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they can learn business skills. They can actually build their businesses. They can market, yeah. learn more about social media marketing, things like that. So yeah. that's uh, basically what we've been working on for, um, for the past, I'd say like two months over the summer, that was the big project. And I mean, they just loved it. So we're awesome. going to keep doing it. Awesome. So I always like to ask this question because, you know, we all hear the story about right now, you know, we hear about what you're doing right now and kind of a little snippet of like how you got started, but what does your story look like before? Like you said, both your parents are entrepreneurs. How did you know that this was the direction that you were supposed to go in? Like, was there a defining moment for you? Um, no, I, I, I would say there really wasn't. Um, I didn't really know for sure that this is the direction I should go in. I knew it's what I wanted. I knew yeah. that's where my passion was. I knew, I knew it was like the most exciting thing that I could imagine doing as an educator. I didn't mm -hmm. know if it was right or wrong. Most entrepreneurs, we don't, we don't know at the beginning, you know? Um, yeah. So it's, you know, you, you got to take that leap of faith and hope it's the right direction. And, you know, as it pans out and you see the kind of feedback and response that you get, then that's really when you figure it out was this the right thing or maybe was it maybe it wasn't yeah and then when you started so you said you started doing you started teaching a program at a montessori school what mm -hmm. did that program look like because and i'm not super familiar with montessori schools i know that they're like a little more in-depth like 
like, uh, not, what is that word that I'm trying to look for? Like, more personalized education? Is that right? But yeah, how did that come about? So when I arrived at this Montessori school, they already had an entrepreneurship program. Oh, this was wow. part of this school's curriculum. It's not okay. like a general Montessori yeah. thing, but this school, that was something that was super important to them. Yeah. And it was a middle school, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. So okay. I mean, it's actually a great time to kind of introduce this and really make it a hands-on experience that they can actually take all the way mm -hmm. to launching and yeah. what we had at the end of this, um, at the end of this project, after, you know, months of prototyping and making all these products is we had a big market day. So, you know, yeah. the whole school community and local community was invited and, you know, it was a lot of fun. So that was just one of their, um, like cornerstone events that they always did. Yeah. And when I got there, you know, as an MBA and also, you know, the child, the two entrepreneurs, they were just thrilled to see me walk in the door. And, yeah. you know, I was all about that program once I got there. That's awesome because I think it's so important. And so I've been an entrepreneur for about six or seven years and I'm much like you where both sets, both parents have been entrepreneurs at some point in their life. Uh, my dad's mm -hmm. a fireman now, but he still has his own business. So nice. I kind of grew up with that, but you know, for like, I just had a conversation with, uh, I think he was 15. Um, because he wants to be a real estate investor and like restaurateur and like he's got all these big ideas and he didn't know where to start. So giving not only the kids, but the parents the opportunity to introduce kids to business at an early age gives them another opportunity either in addition to or instead of college. Um, and like, how would you, if, like if I have a parent out there listening right now, like what are some of the things that you would tell them that you know, would benefit their child by taking them or putting them through um, a program like this? Well, I would say that, I mean, there, it's, it's hard to even like pick a place to start. Yeah. There's so many benefits, but the two things that I think kind of capture a lot of what is really um, valuable about these experiences is that it's project-based, mm -hmm. right? So it's not like here, here's the assignment and I want you to do this. And then the kid just does the work like mm -hmm. the kid has to imagine what the work is first and they have yeah. to decide what it is that they want to do instead of being told this is where you need to get figure out how mm -hmm. to get there so I mean just that whole um shift in where does the work come from yeah. and who decides what is the success or the end goal that we're aiming for I mean that's a great experience for kids to have and I don't think they get enough of that in traditional school settings yeah. um and then the other piece that I think a lot of people really um, can benefit from is the social emotional aspect, social emotional learning. Yeah. It is a lot about growth mindset, success mm -hmm. mindset. Don't quit because you, you had a bad day because I mean, if you quit, well, that's just the end of your business. But if yeah. you keep going, there's a good day down the road somewhere, but you gotta keep searching for it. You gotta mm -hmm. keep pushing toward it. So I think those are, you know, like two of the biggest things that kids can really get out of this experience. And then, you know, of course, the practical is, you know, to be able to support yourself, to be independent as, you yeah. know, as an adult and to be able to create your own revenue stream instead of only having an option of looking for the jobs that are out there, to have the actual creativity and to know you can just go create your own job if you yeah. kind of have that mindset and, you know, know some basic things about how do you do that. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to ask you because as far as I, I'm really passionate about entrepreneurship and I'm passionate about sharing that with other people and sharing other people's stories. 
but there aren't enough of us, I think. Um, so as far as like what it looks like for future generations, where do you see this, this kind of program going? Like what would you like to see in five years, whether it be traditional schools or, you know, public private schools? What, you know, where do you want to see this go? Um, well, in terms of entrepreneurship for kids in general, I would love to see kids having more access to this type of education and experience directly in school. Most yeah. of the kids that I deal with, kids and teenagers that I talk to, they don't have this at school. Mm -hmm. They did this because they were so driven on their own that yeah. they, you know, nagged mom or dad or someone enough that they helped them to kind of just get it started. Yeah. But a lot of kids don't have the space and the access to this in their schools. And there are a lot of kids who just miss out on it because mm -hmm. of that. So I think, you know, the key to really kind of disseminating this information on a broader scale, like you're talking about, because mm -hmm. there's really not enough of us sharing this information, is to, to start it in schools. I think yeah. that's a great way to really make it more available, more accessible, because the internet has just made it so much easier for people to take advantage of this type of lifestyle and make it work for them. Yeah, I totally agree. And like you said, with the internet, like, you could sell anything these days. I mean, yeah. literally the world is at your fingertips, but you have to have the right, like, foundation, like you said, to, to do it. And it's not, like, and I'm 27, so I want to say probably the generation right under me, um, they're just not set up with that foundation. Um, so I think what you're doing is really, really important. But one thing is, is how can, how can a parent, like besides reaching out to you, how can a parent get their child more involved? Or how can they know that this is something that their child really wants to do and pursue? So I'll be honest, for a, a lot of parents, um, it, it's pretty obvious because mm -hmm. their kid is telling them, I want to yeah. start a business. I mm -hmm. want to own a business. I want to yeah. sell lip gloss. I want to sell cookies. You know, mm -hmm. like kids are usually not shy about saying what they want. Mm -hmm. They know mm -hmm. they may not get it, but they'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, one is just like pay, pay attention to those cues, right? You know, yeah. kids are always giving us those cues about what they're interested mm -hmm. in. Sometimes it's not verbal. Sometimes it's the nonverbal cues, you know. Yeah. So paying attention to those things, I think, is really important. Um, I think that if you want to maybe spark some of this in your child, mm -hmm. then, you know, there are definitely some things you can do short of actually starting a business. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, um, there's actually a really interesting article that I wrote that's um, about allowance and entrepreneurship, using mm -hmm. allowance to teach entrepreneurship skills. So you don't necessarily have to start a business, but, you know, yeah. a lot of families contemplate some type of allowance system and mm -hmm. how do you set it up and all those things. So... Um, one of the things that I love is a parent that I, that I heard about, and I love to share this idea. She basically decided that for all the domestic jobs, chores in her house, um, she wasn't going to just give out the chores to the mm -hmm. kids, right? Kind of like going back to that concept of project-based, right? The yeah. chore or what the work is doesn't mm -hmm. come from some authority figure. But yeah. what she did is she just made a list of things that need to be done, okay? Mm -hmm. You want allowance? Go look at that list. Find something on that list that you think you can do and then yeah. go talk to mom because you're going to have an interview and you're going to have to convince her that you are the one to get this done and that wow. you will get it done in a satisfactory manner. So there's yeah. an interview process where you have to sell yourself. And wow. then 
And then you may or may not get the job, depending on how convincing you were. You yeah. know, so, you know, I think even little things like that can kind of mm -hmm. start to introduce certain skills, like how do you sell yourself, right? How yeah. do you sell anything? How do you mm -hmm. make something appealing to another person? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you can also like scaffold on that. And mm -hmm. instead of creating a list, you can say, or actually before I get to that, um, you can add another aspect, which is um, salary negotiation. So okay. that was another piece that I oh, thought yeah. would be great to add in. So did you get the job? Did mom, you know, accept you as a new hire? Okay, mm -hmm. great. So what's the salary going to be? Yeah. You might have to negotiate that a little bit. So now you have to understand what's the value of this solution that I'm providing mm -hmm. to my customer. Yeah. So, you know, little things like that you can start to do as a family if you want to start to spark some of that type of thinking and see yeah. how interested your child is in, mm -hmm. in these things. And some kids will really, you know, gravitate towards it. And if yeah. they don't, don't push it is yeah. the last piece of advice that I would give okay. you. Okay. I love that. And I think, again, like teaching, and it's not just business skills that this is teaching kids. It's, it's actual life skills. Like you need negotiation yeah. skills in everything. You know, yes. whether you're interviewing for a job or you're selling, trying to sell your service or product, like that's a skill that they need regardless. Uh, exactly. I love that. That is phenomenal. So I, I, I'm dying to ask, but can you kind of give us an outline of like what your program curriculum looks like? What, like, where does a kid come in starting and where can you expect them to be when they finish? So great question. When kids come to me as a startup, what I do is I take them through a simple framework that I've created for kids and teens. It's seven steps to startup success. So basically we just go through the steps and okay, now pop quiz. Let me see if I can remember all seven in order. Um, so we start with idea generation and I have a, a particular approach to that because one thing I really dislike at the beginning of, of this process is here's a list of businesses you can start. Mm -hmm. Here's a list of businesses that are great for kids. Okay, well now we're back to, I'm assigning you something to do. Yeah. It's not coming from the kid. So mm -hmm. what I do is we kind of talk about what does it mean to start a business? So you got to solve a problem for someone. Mm -hmm. What skills and talents and passions do you have that could help you solve a problem for someone? So now they have an understanding of where the value of a business actually comes from. It comes from solving yeah. a problem for someone. Um, you know, after that, we talk about doing a little bit of research to learn a little bit more about the industry, target market. Um, we do prototyping, beta testing, refining, and then we launch and then we talk about growing. And I think that was all seven in order. <laughs> so, um, you know, when kids, thank you. I mean, when kids come to me at the very beginning, I really feel like that's a nice, logical, simple yeah. way to take them through and to get them to actually be able to sell something. Mm -hmm. Now, the one interesting thing I will say though, is that most kids that come to me are not trying to start a business. They've mm -hmm. already started a business, which is oh, the most okay. interesting thing that I've actually noticed about yeah. the space is that most of the kids that come to me, they are, they've already started a business maybe a year ago, maybe three years ago, yeah. but they need help or they're yeah. looking for ways to grow or things mm -hmm. like that. That's amazing. Um, so then at the end of it, you kind of teach them how to grow. And does that differ? I mean, what is it that, what kind of skills and what kind of processes and systems are you teaching these kids to, to take their business to the next level as a kid? You know, I'm, I'm super curious as to what that looks like. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of what we focus on at, at that stage in terms of growing is it's really a lot of it is about marketing, right? Okay. It's about how to promote your business, how to market your business, how to build mm -hmm. your fan base, how to turn your fans into super fans, how to yeah. make people feel special so that they really do connect with your brand and mm -hmm. they talk about it to other people. You know, how do you generate those kinds of emotions yeah. in your in your followers so that's why i think the auction has been such a successful event mm -hmm. because that auction is all about social media marketing yeah. and promoting your business and how do you mm -hmm. talk about your product to make it sound appealing because you know during this auction process it's an online auction so it lasts mm -hmm. for seven days we do yeah. lots of interviews with all the auction sell sellers so they mm -hmm. can show their product talk yeah. about the selling points and things like that and really make that connection with yeah. their um potential customers so i think that you know, that experience and then, you know, any coaching that, you know, they might get from me beyond that, it really focuses on those things. And then, you know, some other things like how do you maybe get mentioned in the media or how do yeah. you get into blogs and things like that. Which is important. And then one other thing that I want to touch on before we kind of start wrapping up the episode is, mm -hmm. you know, what about finances? Like, do you go in depth on like how to start taxes? Like kind of what to expect? I know these kids are younger, but I think mm -hmm. that the finance piece is so important in entrepreneurship as well. So what does that look like in your program? Yeah, okay, so great question. And now the financing, um, typically this is kind of where I turn to the family because you know, mm -hmm. depending on the age of the child, they, they can't handle all of that themselves. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I generally focus on is, you know, make sure your business is legitimate. You know, mm -hmm. if you want to incorporate, you can, you don't have to, there are other ways to be legitimate, but you do want to have a legitimate business. You don't want to be flouting uncle Sam cause they're going to come find you. Yeah. Um, so I make sure that they're aware of, you know, things like that permits that they might need, you mm -hmm. know, employee ID number, things like that. And, you know, that's something that I direct toward the parents so that they can work with their child together to help them get those things done. And the other thing that I do, which is um, kind of just a happy coincidence is my mom, who is an entrepreneur, she's a CPA. So oh, wow. you know, if, they, if they actually have like legitimate tax questions, I don't try to yeah. answer those because I'm not a CPA, but my mom is. So, That's you know, awesome. she's a reference that, you know, that they all have access to. That's phenomenal. Um, so where, where do you want to be in five years? Like where, where do you see this program like developing to in five years? So I really think that everything um, about my business is going to start revolving around this event. And then yeah. everything else is going to kind of be an offshoot from that because okay. um, it's just, it's, there's just nothing more exciting than an event. Yeah like a course or a class is just not as exciting as an event like this, yeah. you know? So I, you know, in five years, I mean, I, I'd, I'd love for it to be not just the United States and Canada. I would yeah. love for it to, to, you know, be something where maybe there's a UK auction or maybe there's like a Europe auction and maybe there's a Latin America auction. Cause there are kids all over the world that are trying to do this. I know this for a fact. Yeah. And you know, I started with the U S and Canada because that's kind of where my biggest audience is right now, but I would love to grow that to really kind of make this more international because the other thing that's really great about this experience is how the kids get to network and interact mm -hmm. with each other. It's not just about me interacting with each of the kids, 
They yeah. do so much networking and collaborating and they love that part of it also. And if I could just give them more kids to, to network with and collaborate yeah. with and build with, you know, I would be happy to do that. So those are kind of the goals that I have on the horizon. I love that so much. And I think that that cross-cultural aspect of it would be huge on top of what you're doing. Um, so if people want to learn more about you and your business and kind of follow what you're doing, how would they get in touch with you? So social media, the two places to find me are Instagram and Facebook. And the name of my profile is Hands On Entrepreneurship for Kids. On awesome. both platforms, you can find me under that. Um, you can also check out my website. My website has um, some resources for young entrepreneurs and their parents to kind of get you started on the right foot. So if you're mm -hmm. looking for something you can just download and browse through and kind of get you started, um, definitely check out my website. It's teachentrepreneurshipforkids.com. Perfect. And then just so everybody knows that's listening, um, if you're looking, listening on the Anchor dashboard, um, those are going to be in the description for this episode. Um, and if you are watching, you can just click on the link to the Anchor dashboard and you can find all of her links there. Um, and I do have one more question because it, it's just like at the front of my brain and I want to make sure I get it out before we wrap this episode up. But for a parent or even a child that might be interested in not only participating in one of your programs, but what if they want to get something like that in their school? What, what steps would you recommend them taking to start their own entrepreneurship program at their school? Okay, love that you asked that because I forgot to mention this earlier. Perfect. I also do work with educators and schools that want to implement programs because okay. I've worked in a program that functioned in a school. Yeah. And, you know, it, you know, it takes some time to kind of figure out how exactly it's going to fit into the school program and what mm -hmm. it's going to look like and all those things. So, you know, educators or schools that are looking to implement something like that, if you need a little help setting up your program or if your program needs support from someone who maybe has a little bit more entrepreneurship knowledge than your educators in-house, I can provide those services. So if you check my website, there is a section for educators and Perfect. it has more information about implementing a program and how I, you can work with me. Okay, that is awesome because I think that's super important also. I'm glad I, I'm glad I wanted to ask that question because it's powerful <laughs> stuff. Um, okay, well that's, I think that just about wraps this up. But first of all, I just wanna thank you for coming on the show and I commend you for what you're doing because we need more entrepreneurs. And I think that that starts when we're little. Like I wish that I had started my mindset work, my habit building, like all yes. of the things that I need <laughs> today in my business. Like I wish I had had when I was like 15, you know, I wish I had started in high school. Um, so you're really doing some powerful work and I, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. I appreciate the sentiment. And, you know, I'm with you. I, I think that, you know, because I grew up with two parents who are entrepreneurs, being an entrepreneur is just like a normal thing yeah. to me. But I know that most people really don't have that perspective and that yeah. experience. So, um, you know, I really hope that part of what I'm doing just kind of helps to normalize entrepreneurship as yeah. a thing, as a career or a lifestyle. The other thing is, I actually think there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there, but they are struggling. 
or mm -hmm. they're not hitting the successes that they want. Yeah. And a lot of that is just because they're lacking a resource or a little bit of knowledge that they could have gotten from, you know, a program in their school or, you know, yeah. or somewhere online. But I think that even, you know, people who do pursue entrepreneurship, just there are so many gaps and, you know, filling those gaps can really help people to actually feel, feel more fulfilled as opposed to feeling like they tried it and they failed and they're not good at it, you know? Well, and I like what you said about normalizing it, because I feel like even right now, it's like, if it's something that you decide to jump into, or, you know, like us, if we're lucky, like we're kind of born into it, like we're raised around it, you know, but it, it's something right now that isn't available so much in schools. Like you said, it's not something, I think they now have it in like college and stuff, but where are you going to get that like real life experience of just starting and running your own business and making sure that you have the education to fill those holes, to make sure that you're on the path to success. Exactly. Um, so I think that's huge. That's, and I can't wait to see where you go. So thank you. That's phenomenal. You're welcome. And for all of you guys listening out there, first of all, thank you for supporting the show. Um, you guys can find this on YouTube, the anchor dashboard, and then on the website at womengoingbig.com. And I just really appreciate everybody out there supporting and listening. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, sign us off. Patricia, do you have anything else for us before we wrap up? Um, I'll end with this. If you're a parent or, you know, you have a young entrepreneur in your family and they want to start a business, let them start it. Don't be afraid. They might fail. It's okay. Let them start. Even if they fail, they will still learn so many valuable lessons from the experience. Give it a shot. I love that. And I think it's a great place to wrap up. Okay, you guys. Well, I already said thank you, but I can't say it enough. So until next time, this is Krista, your host, and I'm going to sign us off. Bye, guys. <laughs>